In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We love these readings on the sanctification of the church, right? A lot of them have to do with the temple. A lot of it speaks of just how seriously it is that Jesus takes worship. Just how seriously it is that God from the beginning, for thousands of years, when He's instructing the Jews, when it is that He's telling them how it is He wants the temple built, what it is that they should be doing, how it is they should be worshiping, what kind of an animal they bring to the temple of sacrifice, that when it is that they bring a sacrifice to the temple of God, in much the same way that would be structured here, they would bring an animal, an animal that was without blemish, meaning the costliest, the most expensive of the animal, the best that they had, not just whatever, but the best that they had, would come and be offered to the altar of God. Nothing changes. Nothing changes when it is that Jesus teaches us what it means to truly offer a correct sacrifice. What it means to really pray with your entire heart and to hold nothing back. See these readings, and the reason why it is that Jesus takes this so seriously is because He tells us specifically that He wants our entire heart and nothing more than our entire heart. It's not good just to give Him half a heart. It's not good just to give Him a quarter, not three quarters. Not 99%, but the entire heart. And what more is fitting than for a God who gives Himself entirely to us, and now we give ourselves entirely to Him. And what is Mass, right? But just that. Giving ourselves entirely to Him in this holy sacrifice. You see, some of you remember, I think I did 10 a.m. last week, but some of you remember from last week, we spoke a lot about the temple, temple sacrifice, and just how seriously that Jews took temple sacrifice, but so much so that they lost kind of the meaning of sacrifice. That the meaning of sacrifice kind of became shrouded in these rules, shrouded in whatever it might be. They couldn't see past it. They couldn't see why it is that they're offering, or they would offer God the costliest and costliest of things, but then they wouldn't give their heart. Their heart would be withheld. Isn't it enough that I give God all these things? Is it enough that I donate? Is it enough that I do these things? Is it enough that I come to church? Isn't it enough that, you know, I give some time of my day or time of my week to God and that's about it? Right? Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough? That's how they're thinking. Let me just obey just the bare minimum of the rules and maybe I can get by. Doesn't fall, doesn't go right for Jesus, right? Not at all. You see, this reading today that we hear really shows us how seriously Jesus takes this. Here he is, it's the Passover, it's the greatest of the Jewish feasts. And as it is that Jews from all over the world, all over the world, are coming to Jerusalem to worship at the temple, here it is, they're required to make a temple tax. However, the temple tax has to be paid in the local Israeli currency, the shekel rights got to be converted. And so you have people from Rome who have Roman money, people from Greece who have Greek money, people from Persia who have Persian money, whatever it might be. Now it is that they go and they go to these money changers. And it wouldn't be a problem that the money changers made, you know, maybe a little bit of profit to exchange this money. Not a problem. The problem becomes is that they take advantage of it. It's not so straightforward. That they lose sight of what it is that they're there for. They lose sight of what it is that they're serving. That the temple now, that is this house of God, has lost sight of what it's meant to do. But the ultimate reason as to why it is that they travel so far to Jerusalem is to offer the sacrifice to God, the sacrifice that He wants. But they lose sight of it. They don't quite remember why they're there. Now they're in it just to make a profit, and that's about it. Again, it's not a problem. Because the temple needs to run, right? The temple needs to run. But the problem becomes is when it is that they exploit the poor. When it is they exploit people. 
When it is that their only value is profit, and that's about it. Not at all. It's not what Jesus is looking for. Don't you understand that why you are here is to offer this right praise to God. Now take it a step further. Here is Jesus, right? Who drives out the money changers and the people who are selling the, these sheep and these oxen or whatever it might be. They're driving them out and he's telling them this can't be the case. This is not what it's all about. And he's driving them out. Now it goes even further to St. Paul that we hear in the letters throughout these weeks. In which he tells us about the building of this temple. And how the temple is being transformed into something new. Transformed into something completely new that we never would have thought of. He says, your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Us as Christians, when it is that we are baptized, guess now who dwells within us is the Holy Spirit. This fact can't be repeated enough that we are now carrying God within us wherever it is that we go. Whatever it is that we do in our daily lives, whatever it is that we are, we are doing, you know, we are reflections of God. We are reflections of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit now dwells within us. He says that very curious thing, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. Don't take this very lightly. Don't take it lightly at all. It's a very serious fact that we need to keep in mind each and every day that God now dwells within me. And that's what separates Christians from the rest of the world. Is that as it is now that you have been given the grace of baptism, you have now been given the grace of God, that eternal life that now lives within you. That light that can't be quenched by the darkness, can't be extinguished. But it continues to go on to the darkness that no matter how dark the world gets, no matter how dark, no matter how troubled, no matter how many trials there might exist in your life or in the world, or whatever it might be, that the Christian is always meant to be that candle of light that is taken into the darkness. But it depends upon you and whether or not we remember that we are, we are people who hold the Holy Spirit within our own hearts. That we hold this light, the light of the world, that Jesus lives within us. And that light of the world is taken into the world, but we must remember. And that is why St. Paul says to take it so seriously, the sacrifice that we offer when we come to the Mass, that when it is that Jesus continues to pour out His blood for your sake, that we continue to pour out our blood for His sake. It's not just one way, but it's both ways. Here we are, Jesus gives His heart to us, we give our heart back to Him, and it's a beautiful, beautiful exchange. My brothers and sisters, we have to remember this key fact. Don't take it lightly that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And now it is that Jesus is transforming us. That the temple not only rests in Jerusalem in one holy city, but now the temple has been raised up in three days. And as it is that Jesus has resurrected from the dead, He builds a new temple. The temple now is built inside each and every one of you. And as it is built inside each and every one of you, now it is the Christian must take a step back and really examine our lives. What's going on in my life? How am I respecting the temple of the Holy Spirit that I am? How? I know that God lives within me. I know that everything I do is a reflection of God. How is it that I'm respecting this? How do I speak? How do I act? What do I wear? What am I doing? What sins do I continue to fall in that I need to really ask God for forgiveness and conversion for? To walk away from those sins because I realize the light of the world is, in a, is at my heart. You see, when it is that we focus too much on the darkness, when it is that we don't realize that we are temples of the Holy Spirit, we get so lost in the darkness. We get focused on anxiety, on depression, you name it, all these things, right? 
We get so focused on the darkness that we can't see the light that is within us. That God so desperately wants to tell you that He is alive and well in you, but we need to turn to That when it is that we do sin, we walk away from Him, not Him from us. And so what does that mean for us? Examine. Examine your life. Examine your life. Jesus wants us to take this worship very seriously. Recognize the Holy Spirit is at work within you. And when we recognize the Holy Spirit is at work within us, I promise you, you will have this reverence. And we come to this reverence, we come to this realization as to why it is that we come to Mass, why it is that we kneel before the King of Kings, why it is that we kneel before Jesus, why it is that we receive the Eucharist, when it realizes why it is that we are truly alive, then everything comes to life. What Jesus was condemning in the temple, was that people took worship as kind of like, oh, it's another day, another thing, and there was this boredom to it, and there was this deadly poison to it, and they just kind of went with the flow. Don't go with the flow. Some of the most beautiful prayers you ever hear in your life are repeated each and every Sunday at Mass. Don't let those prayers go to waste. We can take a look at a book and just kind of read it as we would a contract or, or a phone book or whatever it might be, right? We can just kind of read these, these prayers as if they're just kind of common, we hear it every week, whatever it might be. But don't do that. Recognize the Holy Spirit that's at work in those prayers. Recognize the Holy Spirit that's stirring in your heart when you read those prayers. And when it is that we have that reverence, when it is that we have that love for Jesus, then we want to do better. We want to remember that we are temples. My brothers and sisters, let's pray. That today we might realize how important we are as temples of the Holy Spirit. That as it is that we go forward in life, we recognize that. We continue to examine our conscience. And we continue to recognize the Holy Spirit is alive and well within us. And we constantly turn to that Holy Spirit when it is that we look to bring light, the light of Jesus to the world. Amen?